0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Institute Insider Podcast. I'm your host, Maria, and on this channel we will be covering all things beauty school. From the admissions process, student life, and the success that follows our students when they leave. We represent the Institute of Beauty and Wellness located in Milwaukee's Third Ward, as well as the Aveda Institute Madison located in the heart of the University of Wisconsin's campus. On today's episode, you guys, we are going to be talking to Ari Oldenburg. She is the assistant director at Aveda Institute Madison. She is the leader of about an 18 instructor team and about 100 students. She works very closely with our first guest, Carrie Kennedy. They together are a dynamic duo to make sure that Madison and Milwaukee create the same experience and quality of education for the Aveda Institutes. Good morning, Aerie. How are you doing today?
1: Good. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. That's awesome.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So how how have you been? What are you doing to kind of keep yourself busy?
1: Oh, man. Definitely getting a little used to myself, more or less, um, by myself. Uh, I've definitely been cooking a lot more, more gourmet meals, I guess, because I have the time. And I... I haven't really been watching money series or anything, just listening to music and walking my dog a lot when I can get
0: outside, things like that. It's a really nice time for you time. So I'm glad that you're doing that. Yeah. (laughs) So, Ari, of course, you know, you are the assistant director of Aveda Institute Madison. I kind of want to start at the beginning of your journey and kind of how you all got started. I want to kind of know what initially got you interested in the beauty industry.
1: Sure. I spent a lot of time in high school um, doing my makeup and kind of really just watching videos. And I always imagined myself working for kind of a higher end um, fashion line or doing kind of makeup for uh, runway kind of. And so I started off going to the Institute of Beauty and Wellness to get my aesthetics uh, license because Back in the earlier two thousands, you had to have a lot of licensure to support uh, whatever you were doing out in the industry. So that was my first step, and that is what I started to do, at least, or my on my path, I guess, to this job.
0: That's really cool that you actually started at the Milwaukee campus, and now you're working at the Madison campus. What is your favorite aspect about estiology? I know you were talking about makeup, but is there any other, you know, favorite things that you enjoy about it?
1: Originally, yes, makeup was my biggest support to aesthetics, I guess I should say. Uh, But as I've aged, and as I've gotten older, you know, the theory behind skincare, and whatever I can do to keep um, a young complexion has definitely been more my drive these days for aesthetics and my interest in estiology. So um, I enjoy that piece of it more now than I did before.
0: Do you ever still take guests? Do you um, work with your family? Or do you ever miss being like a work I
1: actually still freelance for makeup on the side. A lot more during spring and summer, up yeah, with wedding parties, bridal parties, things like that. Doing a lot of my own friends and family members makeup for events and things like that. I do miss being with guests. I miss being... Um, you know, serving people and kind of making people feel really great. That is one thing that I definitely miss as I watch my students become estheticians and serve the guests that come into the school. I'm like, Oh, God, like, I just, I would love to put her hair back in a towel and just give her a facial, you know, um, sometimes you really do miss being in the treatment room. So
0: And then when did you start working at the Institute? Did you move into the school business kind of right after you went to IBW?
1: Right after beauty school or right after I graduated from IBW, I actually worked for a salon and spa and I started off as a front desk, which was honestly one of the best decisions that I had ever made just because it really gave me the overall feel of what a salon and spa looks like um, in the background. So I got to work on scheduling, inventory needs, working just really closely with my stylists and fellow employees and things like that and just kind of got the real feel for how a salon and spa would be run. After that, I decided, you know, I was still pretty young. I was 23 and I'd been working for a salon for four years and I just kind of wanted to go back to school. And so I went back to School for business and started working in like the background of um, a US cellular, which is like a, you know, I worked in the background doing a lot of data entry. So that's where my administrative qualities came from. And uh, this job actually was just, I wasn't looking for a job um, or a new job, and a friend of mine that knew my background as an esthetician and that I had always said that I would work for Susan Heise someday, which is weird, but it's I always said if Sue bought the Veda Institute in Madison, I would work for her because originally it was a different school, and I had worked there before in retail for a little bit when I was in, in college, and um I just really wanted Sue to buy the school. And when she did, it was like, oh, my God, that's amazing. And somebody sent me the application for um, administrative coordinator. That was the job that I was originally hired for. And, um, you know, I filled out my resume, sent it over, and I swear to you, they called me like the next day and I interviewed with Carrie. And oh, my gosh, just stepping into the school again for the first time. Even though it was the Madison Institute um, and not the school that I went to, I just kind of felt really good about it. You know, I just like, I almost felt whole again. I just like, I've always loved the Aveda brand. I always loved being in kind of like a beauty type of job, you know, like in the industry. And so it kind of came full circle for me with everything that I had done leading up to this job. So I was fortunate to get this job. <laughs>
0: How did you initially meet Susan? Did you meet her through IBW, um, kind of in that experience?
1: Yeah, so, like, I wasn't very close with Sue just because, you know, she had her, she had the booming business of IBW, and actually, when I was a student, they were going through the transition of um, moving the school to uh, the bigger space that it's in now she ran every single assembly. She was super um, involved as she is now, but a lot more involved when she only had the one institute. And I just looked up to her as a leader. And I just thought that she was like her school that I went to, I would refer that to anyone. And so to be able to then go back and say, after working in a different institute and seeing what we could bring if Sue bought the Madison Institute, it was just, you know, it just made sense. So I just, had always said, if she bought the school Madison, because I'm here, I'd love to work there. So
0: That's an amazing story. Honestly, I knew you went to IBW, but I think it's really cool your connection to, that is such a cool connection. You are definitely, you know, on the path that you were supposed to be. Yeah. When were you promoted to assistant director in this time frame?
1: Uh, I had been working for the Aveda Institute. Madison as the administrative coordinator for a year. At my review, they kind of had said, hey, you know, you've been doing more than just coordinating the school. Uh, it would be best to promote you to assistant director, which wasn't really a title there. It was a newer title. And so um, I was promoted to that. And I've been the assistant director of the Madison Institute for two and a half years now.
0: How are you liking it?
1: Oh my god, I love it! You're with how many students and educators, and everyone has a different feel for you know what they their expectation is or just the daily runaround, But um, I absolutely love my job.
0: So, what does an average day look like for you as assistant director?
1: The morning start off with like our morning huddles, you know, our rituals that we do inside the school every every day of the week, and uh, so I get to meet my staff members in the morning, kind of get a good feel for what the day is going to look like. Uh, The students come in a little bit afterwards, and usually I'm a hello parade in the morning, morning, good morning to all the students, just to uh, see everyone. I just, I know that my being in this position, it's, I'm a people person, so it's nice to be around a lot of people. Um, So Honestly, my day can be anywhere from a million meetings to, you know, coaching moments with students, coaching moments with staff. I think that's one thing that I really love about my job is that it's always evolving and changing for the better. And I'm just more of an organized planner. So I like to stay ahead of the game. So just trying to plan out what, what our next move is and next guest education and fashion shows and all those things.
0: So since you have both, you know, experience with IBW and AIM. Both of our campuses are very unique. And I just want to know what the biggest difference is, in your opinion, between the two schools.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, from an outside perspective, definitely just the size. The The Institute in Milwaukee serves over 200 plus students. I believe that the faculty is about double the size of my faculty, so around Uh, 40 educators uh, and then the corporate office is up on the top floor. So there's just a lot of people in that building in and out all the time, lots of different ways to enter. My institute has one entry point and, and people walk in the same door every day, a little bit smaller of a space, about 100 students, about 17 to 18 educators you know, it, it, that's the biggest difference in my opinion, but overall, like the knowledge that comes from all of our educators, they're all trained the same way. They're all very knowledgeable with just the Aveda product lines and all that stuff. So I don't think that there's a difference between the education that you get at either school. I think it's great.
0: Aesthetically, like what is your favorite thing about your space? Um, I, I love your guys' big windows. So that's my example, but, um, do you have like a favorite room, a favorite space? favorite thing oh, oh man
1: I like do love in our in our space at Madison we have a very large uh, green wall mural in the shampoo area and it's photographed quite often when we have guest education and things like that but I just think it's a very big um, I don't know it's just it's just a very pleasant wall to look at so i love that piece of our clinic floor Um, we did do some modifications when i first started we had um we had a lot of construction going on and we were moving our spa from our lower level to our upstairs level and so now that the spa is upstairs. We have a really cool wooden sliding door between this, the two areas. That's pretty cool. And then we just hung our hedge wall a little bit ago. So that brings in a little bit more textile and texture for the students to work with when they're doing photo shoots and things like that. So, but yeah, you're right. The windows definitely are beautiful. But I, I do think Milwaukee has windows in their classroom. So that's, <laughs> I wish we had windows.
0: That's true. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think, uh That entire wall, it is just, it's so bright at Madison. Every time I'm there, it's just, it's flooded with light. And I think that's just so pretty for just being awake, being energized. I think it matches the setting really well.
1: Yeah, that natural light is perfect for photos and hair and makeup. So yeah, it really works really well
0: in the space. Do you enjoy being on University of Wisconsin's campus? How does being surrounded by college life change the energy and experience of the institute?
1: Um, We do have a lot of students that come into our institute like right out of high school. So they definitely kind of want that college feel too as much as they're going to a trade school. Uh, So being on the campus and with people that are around the same age as them, I think it just brings a lot of um, excitement for me. I think it's really cool looking outside and you see floods of students walking by constantly uh, Badger game days on Saturday, people are just flooding the streets in red, and uh, Bucky's out always out there. Um, we're really we're located on a really cool campus walkway that straight down the campus you can walk right to the lake and sit out on the terrace. But yeah, I think that overall it does bring a uh, different energy to our campus that maybe some other schools don't have.
0: Do you often get a lot of UW students in for haircuts for services?
1: Definitely. I do want to say probably about 75% of our services are provided to UW students. Yep.
0: So, of course, you went to osteology, but I want to know, is there a program other than osteology that you are especially interested in? If you could go back and enroll at your own school, what would you choose and why?
1: Oh my gosh, that is funny. Okay. Um, You know, I thought about this a while back, because I think somebody had asked me the same question. And it's crazy, because when I became an esthetician, I was like I said, I was pretty young. I think I was 18 when I graduated from IVW. And uh, I remember telling myself like, okay, maybe aesthetics isn't your perfect path because you're not like the most quiet, relaxed person. You're kind of more of like an energy bound person. And I'm, I'm just kind of like, I like to be the life of the party type of person sometimes. So I definitely felt like cause was something that I maybe should go back to school for, or I could just, I just related with a lot of um, some of those students. But now looking at it as I'm older, um, I think cosmetology still would be beneficial for myself but I definitely am pushing myself a little bit towards barbering more and I think it's just because uh, you learn similar qualities that a cosmetologist would learn however you don't have to do nails and that's never really been something that I've wanted to do is like nails so uh, barbering since you can learn hair color and cutting and specialize in shave and things like that I think I would go back to school to be a barber.
0: You would be a badass barber. You would, I can see it. <laughs> when it comes to the directors of the school, there's Carrie who is the director and then you and Caitlin are assistant directors. How do you guys kind of figure out, you know, what roles go to who, what does Carrie support that she needs your help with? What do you take over for her? How does kind of the dynamic work to make all the directors efficient and make the schools work well?
1: That's a good question. So, between the three of us, uh, we've, you know, grown in these positions together, and I definitely think that we have a really great uh, communication style between Caitlin, Carrie, and I. Uh, that always helps, you know, when you when you love the people that you work with, so uh, that really does help in situations where sometimes we have to make really hard decisions. Overall, I, I do think that the three of us work really well together, and, and I feel like I have support, so that's awesome, you know, in your job, you definitely want support.
0: Do you have any advice that you would give a student thinking about applying to Aveda Madison? What would that um, advice be?
1: You know, I think you could meet your new best friend in school. You, you would have the time of your life, but it is really what you make it out to be, so if you can attend school and um, push yourself to come to school every day and get through your program, you're going to be successful. We do have an attendance policy that is a 90%. So sometimes that can, as much as that number looks large, or maybe there's a 10%, you know, curve there where you can kind of maybe not come to school. It definitely can be sometimes hard for students. I think in reality, you know, in everyone's life changes daily and we don't know sometimes the struggles that come in or you know the things that happen outside of school and you never plan for that like a lot of my students if they're gone for some reason I know it's not it's not like they plan to be gone. You know, when they when they came into school and they decided to do this program and stuff, they saw themselves getting through this program just fine. Everything would be good. And then boom, something from life happens and it sets them off track. And then it's hard to like get themselves back on track. So, you know, I think we're just, everyone's very much a people person and everyone is very understanding to things and difficulties that happen in people's lives. But more or less, uh, if you push yourself and, and um, get through those challenges with the help of family and friends, you can still continue your program and be super successful. But it really is, I think, the biggest thing is life never stops, even when you're going through beauty school. So things happen and might, you know, teeter your (laughs) experience.
0: How do the instructors and say you support that student to kind of get back on track?
1: Uh, Most of our educators are, are really close with their students, I would say. I feel pretty close with a lot of the students as well. So if a student doesn't feel comfortable talking to me, they usually go to their educator first. You know, I think our educators are awesome. Like, we have great educators at both institutes, so we're really lucky in that case.
0: So I feel like I kind of got through all of my professional questions, Mm -hmm. but I kind of want to have like a little bit of fun and ask a couple other ones. Okay. I want to start with Aveda products because, you know, we're in Aveda school and it's very relevant. I want to know if you had to choose only three Aveda products for the rest of your life, what would they be?
1: Okay. Well, I love Aveda hair care and I love all of the makeup, but I'm going to stick more a little bit to the skincare line. So, uh, hydrating treatment lotion would be my first product that I would never live without. Um, I can kind of tell you why <laughs> it's perfect for yeah. giving you that great hydration for your skin. Um, it helps promote cell turnover. So you have those, you know, very nice looking skin, same thing for liquid exfoliant. So that also helps promote cell turnover, um, really good with, easy light exfoliant that anyone can use just you know swipe it over your face and voila and then the hydrating lotion so a lot of hydrating there but I definitely don't like to feel dry or have my skin be dry so the hydrating lotion is just the perfect amount of moisture that your skin needs and I, I, I use it full body I love that stuff so those three skincare products is what I would never live without
0: <laughs> love that and then, of course, you are into makeup, so let's just do, like, a fun little dive on maybe your makeup bag. Like, what are kind of your go-to products makeup-wise? Are you, like, a lipstick person, eyebrow person? You know, what what do you need to have to kind of feel like yourself in your look?
1: Yeah, definitely. So um, I never leave the house without tinted moisturizer. That's another Aveda product, probably a star product. If I had to list five, it would be my fourth one. <laughs> Um, so tinted moisturizer. I actually carry two different tones just because sometimes my skin can be a little bit darker during the summer months, sometimes lighter during the winter months, and sometimes I just mix it together. But Aveda tinted moisturizer is my first thing. It gives you really good moisture plus that little tint and that's all I use. I don't use a foundation. I definitely use the Veda Brow Pencils as well, or I use my Benefit Brow Kit for my eyebrows. So I just like a nice, sleek brow. And then I usually have mascara on, but during quarantine, I've been finding myself not wearing mascara as much because I just don't need it, I guess. So, um, But I would say brows, mascara, and a little good light foundation is is kind of my go-to.
0: I swear, me too. I've only put on makeup maybe two times no (laughs) two times (laughs) so I I I mean I feel like our skin must love us you know giving it a breather you know just letting it live survive (laughs) I also
1: don't put mascara on daily my my lashes seem to grow better so maybe that's Mm
0: -hmm. just for people (laughs) no definitely no I think that's super relevant Mm -hmm. so As kind of the last question, I just want to know kind of like what is your favorite thing in Madison to do in the summertime once it starts getting warm?
1: Oh, God. There are so many fun things. I guess in Madison, I would have to say... There's just so many cool like walking paths and areas that are actually like inner city that people don't even know about. So it's really fun to explore that. We have a really awesome free zoo here at Madison that's really fun to walk through um, that has a polar bear exhibit now and stuff like that. So that's a lot of fun. Uh, I definitely love just spending time on the lake and I kayak quite frequently. So if I can find anywhere to put my kayak into the water, that's just great.
0: I think kayaking works for social distancing. You know, you can only have one of you in in a kayak. 100%. (laughs) Well, Ari, we have learned so much about you today. We've learned about kind of your day to day life, how you work with students, um, your role as assistant director at Aveda Institute Madison. Do you have any kind of like final thoughts that you'd like to include?
1: Shout out to my students for going through this virtual. You know way of school for a while i think that they're all doing such an amazing job and shout out to my faculty my staff who's pushing through this too and figuring it out daily you know and just a shout out to my parents my family that i haven't been able to see but i love you so much and i can't wait till you know we can kind of get back to normal so yeah that's
0: it oh that was so sweet oh. well guys <laughs> I want you to follow Ari on Instagram at A-O underscore Aveda Madison. And then next week, you guys, we are going to be talking to Thomas. He is the admissions counselor for the institutes. He is, well, he's technically at the Institute of Beauty and Wellness, but he works with Aveda Madison as well. So we're excited to talk to him. But until then, Ari, thank you so much for talking to us today. I had so much fun talking to you. This was really, really fun. I don't get to talk to the Madison plan as much. And so this was super refreshing and fun. Cool. Thanks so much. I appreciate it.